everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Nerd Grounds Podcast. As always, it is your boy, Jake, and here with me today is my man, Dr. Blake. What's up, Blake? Good morning. How are you doing today, bud? I'm fine. I'm I'm cold. You're cold? What's the uh, What's the weather like over there in South Dakota? It's snowing. Snowing? Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, like, h- how many... Uh, are you below zero? Are you around zero? Are you 16 degrees? Where like where you at? Uh, it's not below zero, that's for sure. It's like 27, but it feels like 14. Does it get below zero where you're at? I don't know. I was just yeah. throwing out numbers. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know I've, been, I've been working below zero before. That shit was terrible. Oh, my God. Do your, like, do your boogers and snot like, really freeze to your face? Like I've never been in that kind of weather. Um, I had a face mask on when I was in that situation but it's just terrible like you straight up feel the cold in your bones oh my god dude i uh you know we're spoiled over here in california it does yeah. get pretty damn hot it does we do get that high-end heat you know I, I know i've been working outside in 115 heat but uh, i've never worked in uh, anything below 32 i don't think maybe like the 30s but other than that we're spoiled over here in little old lodi california 30s is nice <clears throat> <laughs> no, what are you talking about? I like it sunny and seventy five, baby. Yeah, no, I, I, I stick do too. Shit hole. I don't expect <laughs> that anymore. Yeah, no. Uh, I remember our, but me and our buddy Leo got into a uh, very highly debated topic, which is the perfect temperature was sunny eighty five with a slight breeze, and that, I don't know. Uh, um, eighty five is a little too high, but with a slight breeze, that yeah, makes think- it all better. No, I like see. I like to, to be able to. Is perfect. That yeah, I could rock that. But I like to, you know, I'll be down to rock a t-shirt and some shorts. You know what I'm saying? Like 85 with a breeze, you could rock some t-shirt and some shorts. Maybe even a tank top in that weather. Who knows, man? Dude, but, I live in South like, Dakota. I rock a t-shirt and shorts at six degrees. <laughs> you're a fucking mad man. But we're not here to talk about the weather today, Blake. That's oh, our other podcast. And that is our other podcast, The Weather Grounds with Blake and meteorologist <laughs> Jake. Oh, you're the All expert right. on this one. Yes, yeah. You get to be a doctor in this podcast. Why can't I be a meteorologist? I mean, I don't even know what a meteorologist is. I just know it's a fancy word for weatherman. Yeah, you're right on the money. Oh, uh, we'll see. Yeah, the more you know. No Anyways, Blake. <laughs> Especially when it comes to science. Anyways, Blake, <laughs> um, I told you I had a little, uh, just something special I wanted to do for you, a little way to, you know, celebrate our first year of doing podcasting together. You know, it's and this will be the last episode of 2020, or 2019, excuse me, we're going into 2020, so uh, I just wanted to go ahead and uh, shotgun a little beer for you, buddy, on uh, on record. So, oh boy. Uh, yeah, don't worry, for the people at home who don't know. This is kind of my like my go-to, cause I'm lightning fast, and uh, yeah. So why don't you go ahead and uh, once you hear the pop, you can f- time it. You know, it's a full fucking a little twelve ounce Modelo, and it is nine in the morning. Uh, but you know what? This is how we fucking do it at the Nerd Ground. So Blake, here's to one year, buddy. Cheers. <clears throat> okay. So I clocked so you like, at six minutes and forty-two seconds. Close, close. Yeah. 
I usually punch in around under three. I mean, you can't really hear when I finished it. But yeah, I don't know. That was that's just my way of thinking, you know, since you're not here. Okay. Uh, even though Thank that makes you. no sense at all. You're, you're, whatever. Anyways, buddy. So um, before we get started, we are here. We're going to go ahead and talk about our favorite 10 moments of the past decade. You know, when it comes to the, the nerdy stuff that we like. Whew, excuse me. Um, but, you know, there's been a lot of great moments um, in this year alone. And one of my favorite things that we're going to go ahead and talk about first before we get into our top 10 list of the decade is... The Disney Plus hit series, The Mandalorian. You know, the eight eight episodes of the first season. And, uh, dude, freaking amazing. Worth the subscription alone. Um, I said yeah, that after the I, I might cancel my subscription until the next season comes out. Oh, there's going to be more great content that's going to be coming out. I mean, there's going to be all the Marvel original series, too, that'll be out. And I think the first one comes out in, like, March, February. I'm not really February. interested in that much, to be honest. Well, I know. I know. Star Wars is our thing. But I don't know. It'll be... I'm I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I still have it for my kids' sake. And it does have a lot of good content. You know, I'm, I'm planning on catching up on Clone Wars and Rebels because those oh, are two yeah. shows I have been slacking. Yeah, you uh, keep it for that. Yeah, I'm keeping it for my kids' sake, man. Plus, you know, oh. I'm doing the bundle right now with the Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus because we knows I love my MMA. So, you know, ESPN Plus is killing it right now, too, um, in the MMA game, in the UFC world. Um, but, dude, the final episode of The Mandalorian, the seventh episode left us with a huge tease, dude, huge cliffhanger. And, uh, man, what were your thoughts on the last episode? The first, the opening scene, you know, with the, uh, let's talk about the two stormtroopers uh, sh- trying to shoot the, whatever they're shooting at. But oh, the, uh, one of them was Jason D- Sudeikis. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. The people That's are great, already though. pissed off at him. Why? Because <laughs> he was punching Baby Yoda. Oh, he was the one punching Baby Yoda? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. No, no. I mean, <laughs> when it's Jason Sudeikis versus Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda wins 10 times out of 10. I mean, it's not even close. I mean, uh, not that last fight, though. Well, I mean, that was... I meant in the fan fan vote. Yeah. Fan, <laughs> yeah, he's going to lose the fan vote every time. But yeah, he he uh, he beat the shit out of that kid. Yeah, um, fuck that kid. Well, hey, buddy. I'm, kid- I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going to say, Blake, I love you to death, but, you know... Again, <laughs> when it's you or Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda wins 10 times out of 10. Don't fuck with me. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Buddy. Anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. I mean, I, I I mostly like the fact that it just the fact that they highlighted the two stormtroopers not being able to fucking aim for shit again. You know, I, I love every time they touch on that in the Star Wars universe, I, I just get a good kick out of it. But that was, you know, <coughs> excuse me. Right after that was probably my favorite part of the show with uh, IG-11, and he's easily my favorite character of the first season. Um, his part right there was pretty badass. He comes in, rescues Baby Yoda, um, comes in there on the speeder bike and kicks ass. Pretty much is the one who saves the day. He is like the true hero of the show. I actually posted that little meme I made about IG-11, uh, to nurse and protect, dude. I fucking love that. I mean, I, I think I need to get a little IG unit for my fucking two little rugrats because they're, uh, they're hard to handle sometimes. I definitely could use a... Uh, yeah, those cool shipping. heroics, but it doesn't overshadow <laughs> anything Din did. A Din did. No, yeah, Din was badass in his own right. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, 
Now, have you seen the debate about people going back and forth on how to spell his name? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's D-Y-N. How do you spell his last name? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll, <laughs> well, I'll have to go back to that IGN article back a while ago where the his name got leaked. And yeah. I'll see how they spelled it then. I'm pretty sure it was D-I-N. It was his first name, Din. D-I-N, and his last name was D-J-A-R-I-N, like Jaren, like DJ. Yeah, you thought it was like, spelled like Django? Yeah, like, it is, I'm pretty sure. Jamie Foxx Django? Yeah. I, I don't remember like, seeing a G in there. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh. <laughs> that that out that was uh, (laughs) i was hella cut off track i was like wait no i I don't know maybe maybe um i didn't see a d i don't know edit edit that out but yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so i I mean overall what would you give this series a score what about the final episode first of all what were your thoughts on the final episode your favorite parts um favorite parts was um just a whole gunfight between the our heroes and the stormtroopers. And then you know, another good part was Baby Yoda destroying that flame trooper too. Dude, that was badass. The fact that he just like reflected the fire right back at him. And then it, once it hit his tank, he exploded. I loved it. Baby Yoda's they like, were... I make him go boom boom. <laughs> I make the fi fi go away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, he's the Yoda dude. species, so you have to reverse the sentence a little bit. True. Go away, I make the fi-fi. No, I don't know. <laughs> but did, you, <laughs> did you notice how they were talking about his... They kind of like revealed a little bit about his species? Now, yeah, was it just me, or much. did they... I haven't gone back, and... I know, not too much. They still haven't don't have a name for it. But is it just me, or were they... <laughs> evil or is it like an evil force user race and like is that what i was getting off of that i have to go back and rewatch it but like that was the first take i got off of that was that they they were referred to him as sorcerers and they when they said that weren't the jedi good they said not all of them you know or i think you know, that was something them. along those lines referring to the sith no i think that was them not really knowing much about that kind of thing and they're being scared of it because they don't know much about it Okay, because at first I took they they used the word sorcerer, and I, I know that's been you know used as for the term of a Jedi before, but I don't know the way the way they were talking it made me sound made me feel like they were referring to like the the race itself was like a, a natural. Obviously, we know they're you know naturally force sensitive, but that they were also naturally like sensitive to the dark side of the force, and it made nah, it almost Apollo seem like Creed is just scared of it. <laughs> oh man. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, that was just the first take that I got. And like I said, I want to go back and rewatch that scene and kind of really soak in everything that was talked about in that moment because that was the only time we really got to, you know, any kind of details about the species. So, um, I mean, that, that they seemed like the the lady body hunter seemed like she was pretty, you know, inept with. You know what she was talking about. You know she knew. Sound, sound, blah, 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 and compared to the like rest of them, 
Well, yeah. I mean, she knew who she she's heard. She's seen the species before. She's heard of him before, you know, um, be able to move stuff with their mind, you know, but um, I don't know, man. I'm really I know. Obviously not an expert, clearly. But yeah, don't even know the name of the damn thing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They're like us. They're speculating. Right. But let's go ahead and speculate some more about the part that probably the most people are talking about, which is the final shot of the series, the season, um, with Moff Gideon escaping from his TIE fighter with a certain dark saber. And like I mentioned to our buddy Clay over in Comic Book Legion, uh, the Darksaber is like one of my favorite weapons in all of Star Wars. It's very unique. It was owned by the first Mandalorian and only Mandalorian Jedi. Um, and, you know, it's passed on down through the, the Mandalorian culture. And, you know, the last time we saw it was in, I believe, was it Rebels, correct? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, because like I said earlier, I haven't watched Rebels or Clone Wars. But there's certain parts of, I know, I know. I've cheated. There's certain parts of it, like the Darth Maul and the Mandalorian parts, that I have actually kind of like read about. I haven't watched per se, but I've like gone through and like read. Those are some pretty badass fights that you missed. I'm going to watch them. That's why I said I still have Disney Plus for those two shows right there. (laughs) Um, But you know, I will be watching that and checking that out because yeah, I do know about the whole dark saber and the history of it being passed down through the Mandalorians. And the last time we saw it was on. Mandalore, you know, the planet of Mandalore. And then we did find out that Moff Gideon was a part of the Great Purge of Mandalore. And from what I've take from it, it sounds like he's got like a sort of fixation on Mandalorian culture. I mean, we know he was a part of the Great Purge. He knew about, you know, Din Djarin, his name. And, you know, he has this Darksaber. And... I mean, I don't know. I hope we find a lot more, a lot more. I mean, obviously. I'm glad he survived, first of all. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I knew right away. I'm a like, man, you got to do the, you got to confirm your kills, bro. Like, I knew right away once it showed the crash as they were going away. I was like, man, this fucker's about to pop out. I had it in the back of my mind. I was like, because when he crashed, there was still about like 10 minutes left of the episode, roughly. And I was like, man. He's going to come out. He's going to like show back up out of nowhere. I thought he was going to turn around and attack him again before the episode ended. But it turns out it just shows his escape in the most badass way possible with that awesome Darksaber. So I'm hoping we get to see more and learn more about how he came into possession of that. If it was just, you know, uh, um, something he got from the Purge during the Purge, you know, and if there's a, you know, a story behind there, I'm sure there is. Uh, there's got to be a, a great story behind the fact that they dropped the Darksaber at the last shot of the series or the season. So. Fall 2020 is a long ways away, but goddamn John Favreau, you did a great job, my man. Uh, hats off to you. Uh, fucking loved it. Loved it. By far, you are Star Wars now. You know, the sequel series yeah. did so much. Uh, um, Blake, have you, you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker yet, have you? Uh, no, I finally got uh, around to rewatching The Last Jedi last night. Um, and then we might go see it this weekend. Dude, do it, do it because it it's is I'm telling you, man. It I don't want to say it rectified the sequels, uh, but it did it it, it it did its best job possible. It's an enjoyable movie. It did a good job to cap off the Skywalker saga. Well, I In did my tell eyes, you, I'm sure I'll like it more than the Last Jedi. But then I also said, 
Um, that's like saying I'm going to enjoy working a 12-hour shift more than getting in a car accident. <laughs> no, it, it's not that bad. It's not a bad movie. It's a good I, movie. It feels I'll like think, Star Wars again. I'll, it, I'll figure you know, it out. If you like The Force Awakens, you will like this movie. I mean, it literally has direct lines like that are fuck you to Ryan Johnson. And I know when this – there's one line in particular that after That's you watch this movie – pretty bad that they're using a sequel like a – fucking famous trilogy to have an argument on screen yeah no i get it i get it but i mean he's trying to retcon the the last jedi without retconning it per se you know what i'm saying like without officially retconning it he's trying to go back and make certain mistakes about character development that's all i'm gonna say and um there's some stuff i still don't agree on a lot of stuff i still was kind of like iffy about and we'll, we can talk about that after you see that. That could be our next episode from the beginning of 2020. Uh, yeah. We could do a for, uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker spoiler episode uh, next weekend. But, dude, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything else, but there's going to be this one line. And I want after you watch the movie, I want you to text me, and I want you to guess what the line was. Because I already know you're going to get it, and you're going to get a kick out of it. As soon as you hear this line, you're going to be like, that's the one Jake's talking about. So, eh. Anyways. It's going to be good. You'll love it. Eh. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, Blake, what do you rate The Mandalorian? 10. You gave it a 10? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I uh, I gave it a 10. Why not? Fuck it. There's it's a so golden good. statue like standing in front of a dumpster fire. Of course, I'm going to think it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> oh, man. And it, it it had, you know, reflections of uh, old and western, especially during, like, the shootouts, like, when they're held up. Um, yeah, that's a, like one of the reasons bar. why it's so good. Yeah, man. You know, Jan, John Favreau did a great... He knocked it out of the park, man. Uh, and he directed that last... The eighth episode, too, for those of you who don't know. He was the director of... Um, or did he write? Did he write the last episode? He was directed the whole series, but he was he wrote the I eighth thought, episode. No, I, I thought... Um, Takiti Watiti. You're right, you're right. I thought he Taika Watiti. Taika Waititi, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Which is probably why IG-11 was such an awesome character because in that episode because he voiced IG-11. Yeah. Um, but I mean, regardless, it was a fucking um, you know awesome. It's a beautiful episode, beautiful series. Um, I'm actually going to be rewatching it with my fiance after we finish The Witcher, uh, another great series. We're two episodes deep in right now, and um, I actually fell asleep watching the second episode, so. It was a little bit slower than the first one. I agree with you, Blake. Oh, the first episode of the, uh, the first episode of The Witcher did have two amazing fight scenes. Um, in particular, I think the ones the two you were that referring guy's to head the two was the, fucked up. Oh, uh, the guy with the five on like the five on one fight with Geralt. Yeah, yeah, dude, I loved that shit in the beginning. Uh, when he sliced, he like stuck the sword through the dude's mouth and like ripped it off the side. Like that was fucking awesome it, it it gets a lot better and i don't know what i like more the witcher or the mandalorian right now so we'll see how you oh, like it dude okay okay you know i'm, I'm gonna lean star wars but when you compare yeah, something and you know you, i know i know but i'm saying you know i love i love me and my star wars so if you're comparing something uh like the witcher to the show like the mandalorian it's gonna have really high expectations and uh I, I truly, you know, well, I, I respect your opinion. Track, for me, it's on track that 
I'm gonna like it more than Game of Thrones. Wow. Yeah. That's you know, Netflix has got money to throw at that series too. If it starts taking off and it's you know starts hitting as hard as Game of Thrones did. Which um, it will. Man. It's it's already got good numbers behind it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd love to see those numbers because, man, Game of Thrones was so good, but I get what you're saying, too. Even the fight at the end with that the girl Renfri and um, Geralt. Yeah. Dude, that was a great fight. I love that fight. You know, it was hella, hella well choreographed. And, uh, Netflix uh, is... Um, uh, what was I about to say? Netflix, um, they already renewed it for a second season before the first season came out. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. That confident in it. And another little nerdy fact for you is that one of the reasons why the stunt work is so good is because it has the Night King as one of the stuntmen or one of the directors of stunts in that show. The guy who played the Night King? Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. I am. Oh, man. I'm so looking forward to wrap. How many episodes are in the first season? Eight, I believe. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. All right, so I uh, I got to finish. I was like three quarters of the way through episode two last night when I dozed off, um, but I will be watching. I gotta wait. I gotta watch it with my fiance too because she likes it as well. So, but then I'm gonna That's go back good. and rewatch The Mandalorian. Yeah, it is. I love you know it's good to be able to watch stuff together as a couple. But we've been rambling on here for a little over twenty minutes now about <laughs> you know Star Wars and random shit and the weather. That's not what a think- podcast is. No, no, it's not. A podcast is rambling. Well, yes, but not about the weather. Okay. <laughs> that's like I said. That's other podcast. That's we'll we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. <laughs> but uh, dude, I mean, we might as well get into why we're here, and that is our top ten favorite nerdy moments of the past decade. We're going back from. 2011 to, to or 2010 technically to 2019 and it's you know it was been a fun one man it's been a good decade for the nerds dude there's been a lot more you know the mcu has become a, a more prevalent thing and i mean star wars i mean we'll get into that we'll i'll go ahead and start by well, talking yeah, about mine let everybody know these are our favorite moments so of course we're a little biased because these are our favorite moments yeah, and uh, you know, not everybody might agree with us. I know some of these, especially people, will not agree with. But you know, uh, to those people, I say, and yeah, these are you know, you're listening for certain reasons, and I don't give a shit. I'll edit that out. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and start. And this one might also be problematic to some people, but it's something that I personally think was a good thing. And that was when Disney bought, did, I'll just go ahead and say, Disney's expansion as my top number 10. And, uh, you know, we'll go back to 2012 when Disney bought Star Wars on October 30th. <clears throat> um, and let's face it, a lot of people do hate the, the Disney sequels. But, I mean, look what they gave us. They gave us The Mandalorian. Um, and without Disney purchasing Star Wars, who's to say we would never have, we would have probably have never gotten such the great, con- the great content that we're getting um the star wars franchise could have been dead in the water you know there was no talk of a uh, another trilogy before disney bought it um you know this was something that you know disney revitalized the star wars brand and whether you like it or not we're getting more star wars content because of it 
So it definitely did have a high impact on culture and shit. Yeah, no, it's definitely you know it's split. It's a big table. moment. Yeah, it is it's a controversial big moment. for I mean, sure. It's but it's a big moment. You know, it does definitely Im- impacted the decade when it comes to you know the Star Wars fandom because it did give us all this other content, whether you like it or not. Uh, you know, the Star Wars legacy, these you know the old books and the comics were all we were getting. We weren't getting any more movies. We weren't getting any more TV shows. All the projects that were in talks uh, were dead in the water after you know episode three so i mean like it or not you know disney buying star wars you know a lot of people it's making a lot of people happy so it, i'm one of those people and made my top 10 list i'm grateful that they did it it's given star wars more life <laughs> yeah yeah that's a very optimistic way of looking at it <laughs> thank you buddy what's your t- what's your uh, what's your number 10 like i said these are our top 10 moments I'm starting kind of minor, but I'm escalating it, so don't worry. Um, I did this one just based on the internet's reaction to it, and I was part of that reaction to it, and just everybody was <laughs> <laughs> everybody was extremely positive about this one, unlike the Disney buyout. But I'm talking about the <laughs> Di- <laughs> I'm talking about the Diablo Four reveal, and which just happened recently, a couple months ago. Um, so why this is so significant is that with their last game, Diablo 3, it was successful, but people really hated the cartoonish style change. But Diablo 4, with their her extremely horrific trailer, if you're a fan of video game trailers, go watch it. It's just pretty, it's pretty fucking scary. So Diablo <laughs> 4 was promising to return to that like gothic horror style roots that it, it kind of scared you when you're playing... Uh, one and two so it was promising to return that style with the next game so that's my number 10 dude that is actually something that i need to go watch because i have not seen it yet but then again i've never been dude i've never been a big diablo uh player myself i'm not a big on the game the gameplay um but i mean it's always looked great the trailers looked great i know there's been some really good characters that came out of it um it's got a really good, you know, lore behind it. I really like. I know me and you have talked about it, some of the characters and everything. Um, yeah. It's given me something to research and read about, and it's a great story behind it. Just hasn't been the game that I've played a lot, but I will have to go check out that trailer and look look into it because you know I know it has been fucking brutal in the past. So, uh, and I do like video game trailers. Diablo three was PG thirteen. <laughs> Diablo four is gonna be fucked up. <laughs> is there a double r rating no yeah anyway diablo 3 was a soft m rated soft m okay yeah. okay well um i'll go ahead and move on to my number nine and uh this is a little bit of something that's kind of more a little more personal a little more this is more for me but i discovered the amazing and i'm gonna <clears throat> do a little bit of free advertisement right now they're not paying me for this um, but I heavily believe that this is the best $2 that anybody can spend if you're into manga. Uh, but I discovered the earlier this year, probably back in February or March, the Shonen Jump app. And it is $1.99 a month. And it's pretty much on any smartphone, uh, you know, Google Play, Apple Store, wherever, you know, you buy your apps from. Uh, it is a monthly subscription, $1.99. But the library is huge. You get so much great content uploaded pretty much every weekend. Um, some, most of them are 
weekly, some are monthly, some of them are, you know, just kind of vary on when they get released. But I've always been a fan of shows like, you know, Dragon Ball, you know, Naruto, uh, some animes. And I just recently got into, obviously, with me loving all comic books like I do, um, I started reading manga. You know, it's a little bit of a different. I started with Dragon Ball Super. And then I realized that if you go digitally on the Shonen Jump app, that they actually give you, you get a lot more stuff sooner than you would if you buy it, you know, paperback trade. So it's given me a lot to read. It, I mean, I've done the math with our, my buddy Clay talking about the My Hero on his Fanboy Comic podcast. And, dude, it is so worth it if you're into that kind of thing. It, it's just even if you're not, if you're a fan of the old Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball, Naruto, it has even not even the new stuff that comes out, but the library of all the past manga is so vast. <clears throat> So this is why it made my top n- number nine, because I am constantly, I would honestly say that I read more manga than I do comic books lately. And it, it's such good art, such great writing. If that's something you're into, I highly recommend checking out the Shonen Jump app, uh, wherever you check out your apps. Uh, but yeah, again, they're not paying me for this. I swear to God, this is <laughs> Because I was going to say, this a- is a pretty good advertisement for someone who's not a sponsor. <laughs> Thank you. You know, Shonen Jump should uh, offer me a bill because I could do this all day long. You know, I love this app. This is my favorite app. The best $2 I have ever spent, and I will <laughs> gladly continue to do it. Yeah, you know, Shonen Jump, hear me out here. You know, if you want to pay, brother, help me out. You know, I got two kids, man. I got to feed them. The life of a roofer sucks. Um, you know, you want to sponsor me, I'm all there. You know, I could talk about this shit all day. Um, but yeah, I love Shonen Jump. That is a great app. Check it out if you're into that kind of thing. I'll, I'm stopping now. I'm done. They don't pay me enough. They don't pay me at all. <laughs> they, they don't pay me at all. I don't get, you know, You guys I'll are stop. getting paid? No. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Um, oh, man. darn. It's okay. It's okay, though. The app is great. I don't mind getting not paid for it. But if they want to pay me for it, I'll talk you're about it even more. For it. I'm, I am paying for it, and I'll gladly pay for it. <laughs> Two bucks, man, dude. You know, you know what you can get with two bucks nowadays. You know what you can, you know what you can get with two bucks nowadays. A stick of gum. Two Arizonas, not even, bro. They tax on that shit. You buy a pack of gum for. They are pretty good. Yeah, Uh, but I mean, you get one a month, or you can get shown to jump. Arizona a month. Yeah. Or you can get shown to jump, where you can read awesome stories and manga all (laughs) day long. All right, I'm going to stop. Blake, what's your number nine, buddy? I was wondering if this made it into your list because I thought it was a huge impact on everybody, but my number nine is Pokemon Go. Oh, no, this didn't make a, this didn't make it on my list, but uh, I can see why. Go ahead. Summer of 2016, like, there was a max, partition, uh, the max participation about, in about. this app. <laughs> um. Yeah, I remember going downtown just to be playing Pokemon Go, and I'd say see the sidewalks filled like I've never seen them before. Like, you'd think it was a pub crawl happening, but no, it was just people catching Pokemon. Uh, I think this is the closest we've ever been to world peace in the modern era. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. But it's true. You know, <laughs> it's, it, it is true, man. Um, damn. It lasted That's... like about two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I know there's a lot of people around Lodi who still play it. Uh, there's actually like a Lodi Pokemon Go page on Facebook, and I 
follow it. I'm not active. I haven't played Pokemon Go. It hasn't been on my phone in probably years. Yeah, um, but since 2016. Man. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, 100. <laughs> percent uh, The best part about it, honestly, was I hacked it and put one of those little joysticks, and you could like GPS hack it. And I was going to San Francisco, you where like the fighter. dopest. Dude, there was the dopest Pokemon over there. I don't even care. It's fucking a video game. You want to hate on me? Hate on me. I wasn't going to gyms. I wasn't going to gyms and, like, you know, cheating other motherfuckers out of their hard-earned victories. I was just going through and collecting all my favorite Pokemon, you know? So I, I was going around to, you know, San Francisco and just catching dope-ass Pokemon and trying to build my Pokedex up, you know? I was I almost you know, got a, a, a Porygon, but it, it escaped. I was, like, literally running down the street, but it escaped, and I quit Pokemon Go shortly after that. Yeah... Yeah, no, it's frustrating sometimes. I remember because of my, you know, emulator ad that I, the joystick that I added, um, man, I pretty much had them all uh, for the first generation. And then the second generation came out, and I was mad because there were still the ones in the first generation I hadn't got. And then when that first wave of the second gen came out, like, all the first gen Pokemon were kind of, like, gone. And I was like, fuck this game, I'm out. And that was the end of Pokemon Go for me. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a good game. I mean, I, I could see why that made a it was a big, big impact. That was a big, big deal. People were getting killed, man. I mean, not maybe not killed, but people getting hit by cars, walking down to traffic like dumbasses. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's why people started quitting. Yeah, maybe. One of the reasons. I mean, I mean, I, in my opinion, that's just Darwinism. But yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll go ahead and move on to uh, my number eight. And that was something else that. Um, you know, it kind of ties in with number, my number nine, but you actually recommended this to me. You told me for a long time that this was something that I was going to be really into. And that was My Hero Academia. I discovered My Hero Academia. A lot of people, uh, you know, it's taken the world by storm. It's become one of the most popular animes right now. Currently in its fourth season took off in August of 2016. Um, April of 2016. April 3rd was the very first as uh, the premiere on Toonami of 20, in 2016. And, dude, it's become one of my all-time favorite shows. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you saw that just recently, uh, after Christmas, I reorganized my office, and I've got a Funko Pop shelf. And right dead center in the top shelf on the middle is All My, my Hero Academia Pops. All Might is the shit. I love him. He, like... He's one of my favorite characters. In oh, all... Yes, yes, he is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's one of my favorite characters in all of like forms of media right now. Uh, he's great. The show's got everything. It, it's just amazing. I love the manga. I love the anime. And it's getting really freaking good if you're reading the manga right now. Holy shit. Um, but the anime alone also, uh, if you've watched the 10th episode or the 11th episode today, uh, the simulcast is going to be a week behind, uh, but the, the sub version is out. Um, if you're into the sub version, you can watch that now. A very, 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 very great episode. Um, it's one I've been waiting for for a while since I've read the manga, but fuck, man. you got to watch episode 11 um, if you're into the sub. Anyways, My Hero Academia, one of the greatest shows out right now, one of the greatest animes, in my opinion, of all time. Uh, definitely one of the things, after I watched... The uh, you know I watched the first three episode uh, three seasons, and at the end of season three is what really kicked me off into getting into other anime and starting you know started me off going down the rabbit hole and really led to me buying the Shonen Jump app because after I had watched all these great anime, um, 
I think it was after I watched My Hero Academia too. Not only did I start watching other anime, but I think this is why I bought the Shonen Jump app to start reading the manga to go further into the story to find out exactly what happens after. So like this whole fourth season right now is what I was like, oh my god, this is what I started reading when I bought the manga. And I flew through all 220 chapters within like a four-week span. I, there was a lot of content there, but I, I mean, it's so good. My Hero Academia, number eight on my list. Super amazing. Yeah, it is. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's, you like uh, my little addition? <laughs> I did. I did. I'm sorry. I ramble on. I rant. Uh, but Blake, what's your, what's your eighth entry on your favorite moment of the decade? Um, it was actually something we were just talking about. You want to guess? Ooh, the Mandalorian? Uh, no, <laughs> The Witcher. Ah, close. Damn. Because uh, right. I want to. There's a couple of reasons why it made my list. Um, cause the the. <laughs> well, I wait. The reason why it made it to my top ten list is because it's a video game franchise that got adapted, and it's actually really really good. Like it holds holds its own against other TV shows. And I'm really hoping that paves the way for more possibilities from other like beloved video game franchises to make their way to uh, like a let's say Netflix or HBO or something like that. Yes, I know there has already been a lot of discussions, you know, from different Twitter pages on you know, with the Wizards with the Witcher's success, which video game series would you like to see in a live a- uh, live TV adaption? Uh, and I know one of them is one that you love that I've been seeing a lot, <laughs> and I really hope it gets picked up. Blake, what am I talking about? You don't even know. It's Mass Effect. Uh, I knew it. Exactly. That is exactly what I was thinking of. Uh, a lot of people have been crying out for a live-action Mass Effect uh, based off the Witcher's success. And, dude, what are your thoughts? Obviously, on, you want it. On the Mass Effect possibility? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Like, just like the Witcher, if they can do it right, then, yeah, I'd love it. Do you have any directors in mind that you would like to see take the helm of that? Uh, any actors you'd like to play as Commander Shepard? Um, no. It's, I would actually try to avoid the main storyline and try to go off maybe in one of the side storylines because it is a huge uh, universe with plenty of possibilities. Um, if they so go you with wouldn't the even go with Commander Shepard? Um, no. I would, I would go with a First Contact War, which is a huge history in Mass Effect, so... Yeah, if they're going to Mass Effect, I'd go with the first contact war. That way they can avoid pissing people off with the Commander Shepard. Okay, so that was like something we got just like a um, a historical glimpse. We got we didn't get to play that in the game. That was all something that happened before the series took place? Yes. So by the first contact war, it sounds like that was the first time the humans were contacted by aliens? Uh, yeah, kind of, sort of. It happened... If I remember correctly, it happened after they discovered the first relay and that like catapulted their technology and then they got into uh, like this gigantic war with uh, another alien race, but they're they're cool now. <laughs> oh, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, as long as everything's cool, I mean, no galactic war, no big deal, everything's good, G. Yeah, just <laughs> a, a, a few a few million deaths. A few million couple intergalactic planets lost but you know as long as you know there's a new galactic republic i am the senate no what no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i don't know where i was going with that um different oh, okay. space oh, uh, stuff. It, oh sorry 
I've never played Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, I well, I have. I know. Well, Sorry. Um, you know, you've no, you've never played it. I I know. I I I picked up a controller when it was on. I had played it you for played a little bit, but I, I no. I played it at Walmart. your house for like thirty oh. minutes. <laughs> that doesn't count. I know. I know. It's like playing so, thirty uh, minutes in Skyrim. Yeah, I, I played a demo. <laughs> Anyways, all right. I'm gonna go ahead and move on to my number seven. Uh, something that I personally was fortunate enough to experience not too long ago for my son's birthday again. Uh, talked about it, posted a lot about it on social media, but that is the addition of the Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. Ooh. A dream come true for all Star Wars fans. I mean, oh my god. It is like you're walking through like you're walking through Star Wars, man. It is the greatest thing you could ever experience. There are blue. There's a blue milk stand where you can buy blue milk. There's also did green milk it? too, but I, I did. It's okay. But um, it tastes it's, like. It's, is it milk? Like, like sweet milk. Oh. Like uh, I mean, I, I didn't. I, I took a sip. I got that for my kid while I was drinking at the actual cantina. Oh, that was amazing. That was the best experience. I mean, one of the best experiences was the cantina that by far. Did you see that video of that um, stormtrooper roasting that guy with a lightsaber? Yep. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, uh, there's, uh, you're not the last Jedi or whatever. <laughs> you're, no, there's like, only if one there's Jedi. One, if there's one Jedi left, it's not you. It is you. not you. Affirmative. <laughs> <laughs> yes that was great uh but dude that no that was a really cool part was the stormtrooper interaction like i personally I, you kind of gave me um some tips and you know told me some stuff some insider knowledge before i went so when me and my son went i made sure that we were both wearing stormtrooper shirts so yeah. when we actually we were walking through <clears throat> it's my favorite picture my favorite moment of the entire trip we were there for three days but this was my absolute favorite moment was when the two stormtroopers were doing their quote-unquote patrol around the area, and they stopped Abel, my four-year-old. And it was his fourth birthday, so he had the button on him. They looked him up and down. They told him, stop, air trooper. They looked him up and down, and they go, we've got no reports in the area of rebel, or what was it, <laughs> resistance report. No reports of resistance in the area. Good work, trooper. And like Abel's face, just like he had no idea how to process that. Like these were like real ass stormtroopers, dude. If you haven't seen how real this shit looks, I mean, there's like a mock Kylo Ren spaceship that like the the door drops, the steam comes out, and he like rolls out there with a troop, like a squad of like four more troopers. It's the coolest fucking thing ever, dude. Uh, the bar is amazing. The drinks are amazing. Uh, I actually did not get to experience the Millennium Falcon ride because I started to get sick. Um, Thai food and Mark. No, that was the that was the last night I got to go with me and Chandler, my fiance. Went without the kids, so we got to do all the adult rides. Yeah. And on that on that VR ride, it's super like I real I, I hate myself so much because I was drinking margaritas and ate Thai food, and then I decided to go on rides. And that messed up my stomach so much, like I could not even enjoy. Cotton. <sighs> yeah, it didn't pay off. <laughs> but uh, dude, I mean, it's galaxy. super cool. But no, because you get to. I mean, I don't know. If, for those of you who don't know the ride, you get assigned like a pilot, a gunner, and an engineer. And the pilots actually steer the ship. It's like a VR ride. You're actually steering the ship. The gunners are actually firing off. 
and shooting down the enemies while the engineer is using a mechanism. I'm not going to spoil the ride, but the engineer is using a mechanism like a grabbing because you're pretty much rescuing and grabbing some. You're a smuggler. It's called the smuggler's run. So you're smuggling shit. So one of the people like grabs the cargo and leaves with it. So it's really immersive. Everyone is doing their own part. And I was one of the pilots and I could not even enjoy it because I was banging into shit and it was like I was sick. It was fucked up. It wasn't fun. Don't but if I was not sick drink, or drinking pilot, don't drink and fly, kids, you know. Um, but man, the one of the other greatest parts and something that I still, you know, I literally still have with me today was, was the droid depot. Um, you go in there and you can create an R2 unit or a BB unit, and it's like a factory, a droid factory. You go down an assembly line picking parts, and then you activate your droid. That was my gift for my son, and it was, you know, it was probably one of the greatest experiences. That whole Galaxy's Edge, I've been going on for a minute now, all the different things you can yep. do there. <laughs> if, if you're a Star Wars fan, you cannot pass up on Galaxy's Edge. You need to make it a high priority in your lifetime to at least go there once. I already want to go back next year. But in all reality, it probably will be a while before we go back because it's expensive. But please make it a priority. You will not regret it. It is worth every, maybe not every dollar, but it's worth it. Um, <clears throat> Blake, I'm sorry. I've rambled on. What's your number seven, bud? Number seven. End, <laughs> end of 2013. A certain TV series debuted. Hmm. And that TV series is... Uh, Heavy fan favorite Rick and Morty. Oh, yep. Created oh, a huge yeah. fandom immediately. Instantly liked by everybody. Everybody's screaming quotes from fucking Rick all the time. It's yeah, never like getting it. old. It's still not it's getting good. old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? I actually mentioned that. I look down and I'm wearing a uh, Rick Sanchez sweatshirt. That's uh, one of my favorite sweatshirts. It's um, you're a piece of shit, and I can prove it mathematically. And there's yeah, a picture a of Rick. Yeah, a lot of the apparel from that show is actually really good. It's amazing. It's, it's a good conversation starter. They're always fucking hilarious. Oh, right next to my pop figures is, and that's actually the biggest, like probably the most pop figures I have. The biggest collection of pop figures I have is eight. Um, but it's all Rick and Morty pop figures. It's your favorite character, Gearhead. Yeah, fuck um, that I've had guy. that one for a while. Mr. Poopy Butthole was one of my first pop figures I ever got. Uh, but then one of my favorite Christmas gifts from this past year was actually from my fiance. I didn't even know this pop figure existed, but she found me a Kirkland Meeseeks um, from the Piece premiere of, of season shit. four. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Only line in the show, but it's fucking great. You know? What do you want? <laughs> also, got, also got us a shitty Kirkland brand Meeseeks box. <laughs> <laughs> I like Kirkland brand. <laughs> I miss Costco. Uh, oh man, is I mean I loved that scene, and she knew that it was one of my. I was like, dude, I always was talking after that episode. I was like, oh, I love Kirkland Meeseeks. I love Kirkland Meeseeks, and uh, I've wanted a Mr. Meeseeks pop figure, which I you know unfortunately haven't gotten yet. Uh, but dude, it was fucking awesome. I loved it. They're not good enough for a regular Meeseeks box. Hey, I'll take that shitty Kirkland brand any day, but <laughs> he's not gonna help he, you out with shit. He, he honestly seems like somebody I'd rather kick it with Kirkland Meeseeks than Mr. Meeseeks because I feel like Mr. Meeseeks would probably you know get yeah, on my nerves. Yeah, talk after about a while. his album or something like that. <laughs> he's just gonna sit there and drink forties and smoke his cigarettes, bro. I don't even care. I didn't like forties with him. I think he was just smoking a cigarette. And he was probably on I, his way to talking about something douchey. 
I guarantee you, he would. Hey, uh, like, are you a vegan? Like, given no, time, he would have pulled out a forty-ounce malt liquor, and he would have, you know, just sat there and. Malt liquors and, aren't vegan. Shut up, Blake. He just seems <laughs> like somebody who drink cheap beer. You know, he probably smokes fucking pyramids. It's not even a good cigarette he's smoking. He's definitely not smoking Marlboros. He's probably smoking pyramids. See, I told you. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he seemed half of my friends are pieces of shit anyway. So, like, you know, I, I'd rather chill with him. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Rick and Morty, dude, I love that entry. That's a great entry. Um, but I got something that I figured was going to be on your list. And I'm I still got not, left. I know, you still got plenty of time left. Um, but it was back in the very beginning of this decade in November of 2011. Uh, it was a video. <laughs> ah, la, la. Is this All on right, your well, list? Yeah, we'll skip. Yeah, we'll just, I'll talk about my number one right now with you. <laughs> oh, this is number one? Yeah, for me, yeah. Oh, well, then, dude, I'm not even going to talk about this. I'm sorry. My no, number six... talk, no let's, let's talk about it right now. No, it's because fine. you've got probably, you've probably got a lot more to say about it than I do. You know, yeah, no, you, we can talk about it right now. Might as well. Uh, no, no. I mean, shit. Okay, I mean, we're, for everybody who doesn't know, we're talking about the fucking hit game Skyrim, the fucking fifth installment in Elder Scrolls. Um, right. I definitely yeah. spent over a hundred hours on that game. Dude, oh my god! And there's just so much to do. Like the options, it is like the Grand Theft Auto of fan like fantasy video games. Uh, but not necessarily. I mean, you could just do so much. You could become. You could join the fucking Brotherhood. Uh, you could join the Companions, which is like the werewolves and the vampire factions. Uh, dude, you you fight dragons, bro. I mean, you just land a blanket term on all of those guys. There's more to it I than know. those. Just that. I know, I know, but the that's what I'm saying. Like werewolves. But, okay, but because you're talking about it being your number one, I don't want to dive too much into it. So yeah. my number six, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Skyrim. Okay. Blake, I want to let you talk about it more. What's your number six? We'll go ahead and move on. Number six. Um, this is kind of uh, high on the list for two reasons. One, um, this is uh, Cyberpunk at E3. So for, the, so for the first reason, the cinematic trailer reveal, it was a great trailer, and this game is promising a lot of huge things, like a detailed uh, game like a detailed world that like, we've never seen before like with many many possibilities but this I think this is also the moment that Keanu Reeves really cemented his legendary status among the nerd <laughs> world <laughs> the way I oh, look he's at, a god yeah the way I look at Keanu Reeves is that I think he's a mix of Bob Ross and Chuck Norris oh god so he's perfect yeah am I wrong when I'm saying that We'll elaborate. He's got the like the genuine nice side of Bob Ross that everybody loves, and then he's got that badass kick your ass style of Chuck Norris. Well, have you heard the theory that the Bob all Bob Ross's paintings are actually paintings of murder where he hid the bodies, and he's actually a serial killer? <laughs> it's not an actual theory, but yeah, I, 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 I know that it's just a, that's just an internet meme, but I you like it. I'm gonna Bob stick Ross. with it. I just did. And you can't ruin Keanu Reeves. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. You do not you're like right. Keanu Reeves. No, no, I do. I love Keanu Reeves. He is he's the freak he's the one, bro. He's I mean that's John how you gotta Wick say about and it. The one. And now he's in yeah. Cyberpunk. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he you cannot beat him ever. 
He you, he doesn't lose in fights. He can kill you with anything. It doesn't even have to be real. He can kill you with a digital stapler. You mean a digital uh, digital pencil? Whatever, dude. He can kill you with that too. <laughs> so I'm no, I just I, the pencil. I haven't fucking seen John Wick. You know? Oh still, my god! Still haven't seen it. Why not? Just haven't done it. Haven't got around to it. Never happened. Why? None of them. Never done it. Do you I like wanted good to... things? No. I'm like the Grinch. I eat garbage and fucking yell like at Christmas. Yeah, that's why I like him. Even Jim Carrey liked John Wick. I'm sure he did. Jim Carrey's an awesome, solid dude. He's got some fucking mental issues, but you know who doesn't nowadays? Dr. Eggman now. Mm, you know what? That reminds me. I have been watching Sonic X with my kids. Um, the old Fox Sonic cartoon Saturday mornings. Amazing. Yeah. Super good. Check it out. Anyways. Um, okay, so Cyberpunk, uh, E3, the reveal. I made your decade list, huh? Yeah, because Keanu Reeves, mostly. I mean, it is going to be an amazing game. You can't deny that, too. Okay. Well, because, like, we're moving into the top five. Like, we're going into the top five now, and this is, like, all ahead. I got got heavy moments for top five. All right, I'm glad you do, because, yeah, I I do as well. I'm coming with the heaters for this one. Um, Then I'm going to go ahead and move on to number five. Easily... The biggest show of all of television history. Probably the most highly talked about show of all time. Uh, whether it's internet, you know, social media talk, water cooler talk, dinner table talk. It was the talk of pretty much everybody's household uh, for the at least a couple of members. Jokers. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking Game of Thrones, everybody. Yes. I mean, it began in 2011, ended in 2019. Many people's favorite show up until about season six. And then nobody has ever seen a show that was so highly acclaimed, so like award winning, so amazing. Just go to a steaming pile of dog shit. And that's what season eight was and the ending of season eight. You know what? I actually was at Target looking at pop figures yesterday with a gift card. And they had some season. I almost got a zombified mountain pop figure. Almost, almost, almost. But I couldn't pull the trigger. Pretty dangerous. Uh, Yeah. But you know what they had, and it legitly made me fucking mad, and I stuck it in the very, very back of all the pop figures, hoping that nobody would have to experience the pain I did. But they had a King Bran the Broken uh, pop figure, mm-hmm. and it made me mad. I wanted to crush it on sight. That is the stupidest fucking thing. What do you thing. have against cripples? We've gone over this, Blake. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I... um. My number five is Game of Thrones too, but it's more of a particular moment. What was the moment? Like, before the downfall, yeah, before the downfall of Game of Thrones, it was um, in 2016 when Jon Snow's parents were revealed. Dude, do you remember uh, watching that? Yeah, at my uh, at uh, my old house when we were living in Stockton, the Tower of Joy battle. We watched it in Lodi. No, I thought you were at Chandler's grandparents' house when we were living no. over there at Stockton. No, I wasn't there. I know for sure because we were we ran to the fucking gas station how late at night. Oh, okay. There's well, sunflower you. seeds everywhere. You threw sunflower seeds everywhere. Yeah. Oh, makes sense. Checks out I, like something. Anyways, you do. we're talking about the moment when John was confirmed <laughs> as a Targaryen. I thought that was well. That was my favorite moment of Game of Thrones. But yeah, no, that's 
Yeah, no, that's a you know that was probably the probably most talked about moment of the series. There was a lot of speculation leading up to that moment on who Jon Snow truly was. Yes, and like that was probably you know I agree. Up until that moment, after that moment, once his parent, it, it just kind of all went downhill from there. There was nothing that was hyped that was really led up to expectations besides like the fight scenes. Yeah, they didn't do shit with it. They. We didn't do shit with the White Walkers. We're not here to fucking, about Game I mean, stuff. we can't. We're remembering we can. the good. We're remembering the good things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Game of Thrones. So that was your fifth entry as well. Yeah. John That's Snow's funny. parents. John Snow's parents. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'll go ahead and go on to my number five. Um, it's a game was that. that not or, I'm sorry. Five? I'm sorry. Number four. Number four. Uh, my number four is Grand Theft Auto Five, that a game that came out. That's also on your list. Almost made my list. Almost lit your list. Okay, I was gonna say, uh, it's a game that came out in 2013, and I still play it to this day. I literally yeah, I went to ha- the midnight releasing of it. Did you? Okay, I don't yeah. remember. I, I don't think I. I think I just walked over to Walmart and picked it up because I was living uh, behind the Super Walmart in Stockton at the time. Yeah, it's uh, not a good idea. To, I mean, I was there, but. I was in Stockton when it happened at midnight, but yeah, probably a bad idea. Anyways, go ahead. I mean, yeah. Did you see? Uh, side note: Did you see the brawl that broke out with like a fucking seventy-something people in Stockton Mall? It's fucking I kids. Know, that I know. People, they're teenagers. I know. They were, but it's still. It yeah. Was, uh, that's anyways, um, yeah, that's fuck Stockton for you, hometown. Woo. Um, fuck them kids. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, um, Grand Theft Auto Five, dude. Oh my god, one of the greatest installments of the series. Um, the series alone is a great, you know, one of the great fucking games of all time. But, oh my god, between the three different characters you get to play as, Trevor, Trevor, Michael, and... Gosh darn it. Franklin. Franklin, thank you. I was thinking of... Shut up! Fuck you. Um, Franklin's the one I play as because he's got the uh, the driving ability, and I like to. My, my whole thing, the only thing I do now when I go on there, and you can ask me and Josh play this, but one of our best running friends, Josh. Over people? Yes, like running over people. Uh, I get in the Hummer, which I've labeled the murder machine. <laughs> um, I plow through, you know, whatever, because you 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 know fucking can that thing is a tank, and I serve up T-bone steaks, so I go down a busy street high speed as fast as I can, and you literally just T-bone a car. It sends the driver flying. It sends the vehicle flying. Um, but in that thing, you could literally, like, do whatever. Or me and Josh will also get, like, white sports cars, paint yeah, them white. Yeah, I usually get, a, like, a white sports car that's low to the ground, and I'll drive on the sidewalks. Yeah, and you paint your hood. Yeah. So, like, me and... We were just explaining this to my fiance the other night that, you know, a whole one of the favorite things, it's really, you know, you're going to, if this is the only part of the podcast you listen to, you're going to think I'm a fucking serial killer. Um, But I'm not. Well, it's just a fun game. I don't know why they let you do that kind of shit, but they do, and it's fun. It's not the worst Anyways, thing you can do you in video games. That's definitely not the worst. Not even in this video game, dude. I literally <laughs> barricade myself up and blow up cops with a gasoline. I was referring to the torture scene, but yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm talking about the shit that I do. You know, I also yeah. get an 18 wheeler that's you pick you pick up on the side of the freeway at a gas station. You fucking put a sticky bomb on that thing. You take it down the freeway on a high speed chase when the cops are following you. There's a button. I think it's down on the D pad yeah, or up on the D pad. 
You detach it, and then you ignite the sticky bomb. Huge explosion. Cops go boom. You get away safely. Um, <laughs> They're still chasing you, but yeah. You just well, you, you made a cool scene in an action movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, dude, and there's some other stuff you can recre- recreate. You know, the explos- explosives are amazing. You can get a jerry can of gasoline. And, uh, you know, it's just awesome. You can... Uh, uh, my God. I'm talking... I'm, I'm Hilarious game, preach- by the way. The I'm AI preaching to the choir. Hilarious. Yeah. Right? You just walk up and punch random people on the street, and they say crazy shit. Well, um, um, there's this one video on YouTube of this guy. He was, um, he was driving a semi-truck with a trailer... And he hit a big ass jump, and he flipped his uh, semi truck, <laughs> landed it, and then the trailer landed back on top of the semi truck and connected, and he was driving away. But he did this right next to the sidewalk, and there's some guy walking by, and you can hear him say, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Dude, like, just oh my god, you can die just... laughing. You can go. I was just about to say, go on YouTube and just look up the funniest Grand Theft Auto Five moments, and I guarantee it'll be plenty of entertainment it's amazing i love that damn game uh made number four on my favorite moments of the decade dude i don't think there's ever been a game that a single video game uh, not even just a series a single game that i've played for so long because i even turned around and bought the remastered edition when it came out in 2015 for the xbox one so you know not only did i play it back then i bought the newer edition from the newer console still play that shit to this day amazing i'm not a big fan of the online stuff because people suck online but just, oh, you know, running around. Up. Yeah, exactly. But you just run around uh, offline, run around town, causing havoc. The best thing you can do. Endless entertainment. Give it to me straight, Doc. What's your number four? Number four is another video game slightly more serious than Grand Theft Auto. Oh. <laughs> it was one of the most beloved video game trilogies of all time coming to a close in spring 2012. Even though the ending was not as good as the rest of the trilogy, but not as bad as the way Game of Thrones ended. I'm talking about what? Mass Effect 3. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah, this okay. was huge. We haven't really seen um, a story built up like this in a video game trilogy before, where your choices matter. I mean, um, up until the end, your choices did matter. They made a difference throughout the galaxy. There were some hard-hitting moments. You lost a lot of squad mates. You killed a lot of people. Fucked some shit up, made some explosions. It was a great trilogy. They had to kind of fix the ending, though, but it still hit pretty hard for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah that is um, you know, something that we d- I did mention previous. I haven't gotten around to playing much of. Um, really regret that. Really missed out on a good one there. Um, but yeah, I, could def- I know this is one of your favorite games of all time, so I could see why it easily made your uh, top ten list, and so highly... Yeah, um, really. Um, well, you have to put his, set aside some time for it. Playing through the trilogy will put you at like sixty plus hours if you want to have a good Ooh. playthrough. If you don't want to lose squad mates, then you probably you should do sixty plus hours. Ooh, that is a lot of gaming. But you know, what's the best part about video games is replaying them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad we're in agreement on that. Can't argue with that. Yeah, can't argue with that. The best part about video games is playing them. Some profound shit right there. Dropping knowledge at the end of the decade, brother. Trying to enlighten these motherfuckers coming into 2020. You know, if you're not playing the video game, what are you doing with the video game? 
not playing them. <laughs> exactly. All right. We're moving on to number three. Are you okay. done, Mass Effect? Is there anything else you wanted to talk about about Mass Effect? Is there anything else you wanted to talk about on Mass Effect? Uh, hopefully, HBO gets it. You want HBO to take over that. Okay. Actually, no. HBO or Netflix, we'll see what happens. Yeah. What about Disney yeah. Plus? Uh, just no. kidding. <laughs> a lot of sex in that trilogy. Oh. Okay. Alien titties. Alien titties. The word of the day. I'm just going to take that little sound bite and I'm going to blast that shit on every podcast we do. Blake going, alien titties. You have a problem with alien titties? No, I'm going to take that sound bite too and I'm going to blast that shit as well. Because yeah. <laughs> if someone has a problem with alien titties, they don't like titties. You can bring it up with me. You don't like <laughs> alien titties. You don't like me. I'm standing my oh. ground on this one. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I'm moving on to number three now because I've talked enough about alien titties for the rest of the decade. I haven't talked right. about alien titties enough for this de- decade. Anyways, continue. Right. You're allowed to okay. continue. I give you permission. <laughs> Jeez, buddy. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, well, I'll go ahead, and my number three is the hit movie Endgame that wrapped up the great saga known as the Infinity Saga, the MCU. Um, obviously, that started in 2008 with the first Iron Man, but I am referring to the Endgame movie itself that came out earlier this year. Um, I mean, for those fans of the MCU, and there's a lot of them, this was a huge movie that people have been waiting for for 11-plus years. It was... A, a fucking great ending to the saga. Um, one of the greatest movies, in my opinion, of all time. I love this movie. You know, we get the amazing battle at the end. We get, you know, flashbacks of different moments throughout the history of the MCU. Um, you know, when they're doing the heist scene. And then we get some really, really emotional farewells to some of our greatest characters that we've been following for the past decade. And I don't think there was a greater movie this year or this decade when it comes to the MCU and comic book movies. This was the epitome of what, you know, a true saga should really be. Don't know how Disney fucked up the whole Star Wars thing, but they really did the MCU (laughs) right. And um, I mean, man, Endgame, there was so much fan service in that. Fan service done right, by the way. There's a big, big difference there in just doing fan service and fan service done right. but man, I loved it. It was a great movie, emotional, funny, action-packed, uh, and you know it capped off an entire decade of movies. Uh, I don't think there was a bigger, bigger saga in our lifetimes. I, I dare say it stands up against the Star Wars uh, just by sheer volume. Well, it's easier to say that now. Well, yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Star Wars was butchered. Anyways, Blake, what was your number three, bud? I got something better than Endgame. Oh, yeah? Yeah, this happened towards the end of 2018, I believe. I am talking about a certain TV series and a certain event in a TV series. What do you think it is? End of 2018 TV series. Tournament of Power. Hey! Yeah. That's my number three. The whole thing was fucking just... Badass action pack goodness all the way through. Yeah, I mean, I, one of my favorite Christmas gifts also 
was a literal like universe seven versus universe 11 like all 10 members mostly and on the top it's got ultra instinct goku going up against full power jiren that fucking amazing battle at the end yeah. where they're going at it um, one of the amazing those two. battles <laughs> i know there's so many amazing that battles it's all it's all that arc is is amazing battles that's true that they had they had three amazing battles all total but and then it's got the universe seven team all the rest of the nine and then the universe 11 team the rest of those nine um like dude slapped the, in the face of the command man dude oh when yeah when goku did that the fucking when he rode that blast with the command man ultra instinct versus kefla one of the greatest yeah. fucking one of the greatest techniques i've ever seen in any like i mean oh my god dragon ball super Vegeta um, putting that bitch top in his place. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, he finally executed the final explosion to, you know, being able to pull that off to success without killing himself. I remember watching that and I was just like, dude, he did it again. Shit. No. He did it again. No. But this time with like, you know, for the good, you know, for the good of the people and you know, yeah, I guess he did it for the good of the people his first hey, time too. Don't take that away from him the first time. Well, yeah, but I mean he he was he was a bad guy coming into that moment, you know what I'm saying? Like he did it a good guy yeah, this good time. Yeah. And then he didn't even die, you know, so that was a bonus. And then um, the yeah. ending sequence was fucking amazing. Oh, fuck. When Go just watching Goku and Frieza work together, and then obviously Android 17 as well. Um, but yeah, watching them uh, work together to take out... That shit um, doesn't happen, and it did, no. and it was fucking incredible. They pulled it off, too, man. That was the, the greatest thing about it, was that the fact that they pulled it off. But. And then they brought everybody back, so hopefully we can see more of Jiren sometime. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. We have to see more of Jiren eventually. I mean, unless you're counting the um, the non-canon YouTube series <laughs> of Dragon Ball Heroes. I don't know if you... I think I tried to get you to watch that, but you refused. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I have a nerdy agenda stuff I have to do. Yeah, no, I know. And it's really just... It's all over the place with their power scaling, their story. They literally just introduce a new form of a new character uh, in every episode just to sell downloadable content for their arcade game, their Dragon Ball, Super Dragon Ball Heroes. Yeah. Uh, but I guess I'll go ahead and move on to my number two, which also it's very ironically. Uh, my number two is just the fact that the return of Dragon Ball uh, as a series, Dragon Ball Super's return... Uh, it all began in 2013 with the Battle of the Gods theatrical release. And, you know, obviously we get the introduction of Beerus, the God of Destruction, and we see Goku get this, uh, the Super, uh, this, super excuse me, uh, the Super Saiyan God form, and we get to see them cra clash, and that was truly the birth of And it Dragon still Ball wasn't Super. enough, too. And which no, is it like, wasn't. He's got, a much, he's got much more shit to do to get to that level, and we were all excited to see it exactly and like he wasn't even close to touching beerus and then like after that movie they gave uh they're like okay let's say goku was a five well beerus was a 10 and then we got weiss over here who is actually his we we you know the whole movie we're thinking that weiss is beerus's master and then we find out that beer you know or we find out that we think beerus is weiss's master then we find out at the end that no weiss is actually stronger and on that same power scale we should be like a 15 which is not even on the fucking scale because we're working one to ten here. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's like, what the fuck? So now that we've seen more and yeah, more about Beerus that, you know, through a tantrum, and then we just kind of like booped him on the head. <laughs> yep. Yep. So like, of course, that led to the resurrection of F, which was amazing, amazing. I have that shit on Blu-ray, DVD. 
Resurrection of F was one of my favorite Dragon Ball movies. Of course, also we have Dragon Ball Super Broly. But I mean, Resurrection of F is what led to Dragon Ball Super, the TV series being brought back. And the dub just wrapped up a few months back. The sub version was amazing. Like you'd mentioned, the Tournament of Power. We also got to see you know, the induction, introduction of multiple different universes throughout the universe, uh, or excuse me, throughout the Dragon Ball Omniverse. And, you know, we get to see the mirror universe of Universe 7 as Universe 6 and the other gods of destruction. Saiyans. Female Saiyans. We get to see another planet of Saiyans that's still alive. You know, there's so much more content that they could still work with. We get to see, you know, a futuristic, uh, the return of future trunks and the uh, Goku Black arc, which was easily my favorite, one of my favorite arcs of the series, right there with the Tournament of Power. We had so many great characters introduced. Zamasu, Hit, Jiren, you know, the, the Universe 6 Saiyans, um, you know, like the Tournament of Power, like you'd mentioned, the amazing fights we get from there, from all the different characters in all the different universes. You know, and then we learn about these OP beings known as the Gods of Destruction. But then we learn there's even more OP beings who are pretty much their tr- masters, these angels. Then there's uh, pretty much the father of angels, this high priest, and even above him is this, you know, Omni King, the king of all over everything, all these different <laughs> multiverse, the entire omniverse is this little fucking kid like being who can literally bye erase bye. he can erase an entire universe literally by waving his hand goodbye and it just evaporates and disintegrates into nothingness. It, it, it's just like there's so much potential for the series to go off and it left, obviously, we got to see, you know, the amazing, amazing fucking movie of Dragon Ball Super Broly. And ever since then, you know, it's kind of as far as the anime goes. Now, if you want to go back to the manga, the manga itself is carrying on further than even Dragon Ball Super Broly. And that arc is even introducing even more fucking power <laughs> levels. And it's just like it, it's introducing a different I'm not I'm not going to get spoilery here, but it's introducing a whole new angle of power. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's, it's introducing a whole new aspect of power in the Dragon Ball universe we haven't seen of. Man, I just, I highly recommend it to anybody who's been feeling like they're missing out on some top-notch Dragon Ball content. If all you're getting is Dragon Ball, Super Dragon Ball Heroes off of YouTube right now, dude, I'm going to go back to my number eight and say, or excuse me, number nine, download... What was it, number eight or number nine? I don't know. Go back. It. One of my previous points. Go back and download Chone and fucking Jump, man. Every month. every Right now it's coming out on the 20th of each month. We get the new new chapter of Super uh, Dragon Ball Super. God, dude, it's feeling like you it's this next You went on the tie right there. <laughs> I, I know. I'm going back again. It's, 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 I, get, I get hyped talking about Shonen Jump, bro. I'm sorry. But... You know, it's getting back there again to where pretty soon this this arc is going to be wrapping up. I feel like we're going to get a climatic battle here any minute now. Um, but dude, I'm sorry, I, I went off again. Blake, what's your number two? Number two was a movie that just came out not too long ago that had huge success. Tell me more. Well, what do you think it is? Came out this year. Yeah. Much big success? Yes. Um, Endgame? No. No. (laughs) I'll talk about Joker, dude. Oh. Duh. Yeah. Single shot. Standalone film. Made 
that much money just by itself competing with everybody else can't ignore that that's so much respect for that yeah one of the most iconic characters um, one of the most iconic villains in all of you know comic book and tv and movies alone you know it's had some really great portrayals in movies too yeah when Heath Ledger did his uh Joker we thought that nobody could compete with that but Joaquin Phoenix comes along and say hey I'll try it out and then he did like one of the best performances of the year he's an Oscar worthy performance yep and um I know we've talked about it, I think, on the podcast. I know him privately, but when Joaquin Phoenix was first announced, I know I told you, I said, I, I'm telling you, I think he might, and you agreed with me, but I, I know I mentioned that. I think he can hold up to Heath Ledger's performance. And I, to this You're day, You're preaching to the choir. Yeah, man. I, I, like I said, I, I know you agreed with me, but, dude. Because you he, haven't even seen Gladiator yet, and he was no. in that movie, too. No, I just know that he's such a good method actor, and he dives so deep into each role that he does. And I knew that when he was going to dive into the Joker, we were just going to get a maniacal, crazy, fucking mad version of the Joker. And to this day, I think it is one of the most accurate. Not even it wasn't even a comic book movie, but I think it was one of the most accurate comic book portrayals that we've gotten of the Joker. It was just terrifying. like the exactly. That's the thing is the Joker is is not some just a comedic you know, murder. He's fucking scary. He's terrifying, dude. When people, when you realize that you're face to face with the Joker, you're sweating bullets out of fear. You know, you're not like, who the fuck is this clown? That's the feelings that the audience is feeling. Like they're uncomfortable quite a bit during that movie. Like you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't, you know. Hey, the Joker doesn't know what's gonna happen next either. Exactly. He just rolls with it. it. I loved it. Well, he was Um, painting on shooting. I almost said Bill Murray, but shout out to Bill Murray. But he was playing on shooting Murray. (laughs) He was was playing on shooting Murray. We know that. Oh, yeah. Everything else, he was like, oh, shit, this is awesome. Yep. Uh, No, yeah, quick shout out to Bill Murray. Uh, You the man. But yeah, Blake, I'm going to go ahead and let you go on to your number one. You're going to go ahead and do two back to back points, and then I'll do my number one because it's, we've already talked about your number one. um, But my number one, uh, just, just go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, your number one's more important. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it is actually. Go ahead. Wow. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're doing now. My number one was a video game still getting talked about religiously to this day, and that is Skyrim. Came yes. out at the beginning of the decade, too, which is still impressive that it's holding up this much. I mean, I know they released a remastered version, but still, even before that remastered version, it was still getting talked about quite a bit. Um, just from the for many reasons for the endless amount near endless amounts of content that you can play through in that video game and all the fucking hilarious and bonkers mods that they have so i was hoping i was gonna say please tell me you're gonna bring up all the mods oh we'll just bring out some of the highlights like macho man randy savage dragon um i think all the i think all the funniest funniest mods are ones that are changing the dragons. I know there's a Thomas the Train Dragon mod, which is just yep. straight up terrifying. Yeah, don't do that one. I, I, <laughs> I think I did it once, and then I quickly uninstalled it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, god! Stormcloaks for life. Fuck the Imperials. Yep, Stormcloaks for life. Yeah, you don't even know. Did you finish that storyline? Um, not that one, but I know I signed, I did side with the Stormcloaks. Fuck the Imperials. Yeah. 
another thing is like there's like many different storylines. There's the main one, yeah, that one's cool as fuck. But there's the all these other storylines. Like, yeah, the Dragonborn. You can go through that if you want, but you don't have to. You can just experience all these other ones and just become an absolute badass. I mean, but the game does a great thing and they have level scaling where the characters I mean your enemies always level up with you so you don't get it doesn't get too easy. Yep. And that's one of the things I love most about it because you can you know you I just went around increasing my stats thinking that I was going to go around and start just being OP and flying nope. through the game. Nope. Nope, exactly. Um yeah, Humboldt, it's such kick. a great game. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I did. I mean, dude, it's just Skyrim <laughs> Uh, I I don't know. I can't say enough about it, dude. It's just like a Game of Thrones, but on a video game that was just, you know, it's a perfect medieval. If you're into the medieval genre, Skyrim is the fucking game for you. If you haven't played it, I don't know what you're doing. You're a fucking weeb. Get out of here. You don't even should even be listening to the Nerd Grounds podcast if you haven't played Skyrim. Just weebs kidding. Are welcome. If you haven't listened, to, yeah, weebs are welcome, man. If you haven't played, if you haven't played Skyrim, it's okay. I haven't played fucking. I haven't watched John Wick. What the fuck? You know who am I to say anything? Um. Anyways. I still think that Skyrim is easily one of the greatest games of all time, and this like we're still holding our breath for the next one. But uh, we'll I was just about to ask you, what is do do you have? Has there been any talk about no. at least location <laughs> no. of his, If it's Hammerfall, if it's I think that's what you... everybody's agreeing on, but there hasn't been any more information at all revealed after that trailer. Which I don't understand why they revealed that trailer when they did, if it wasn't even close to being ready. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a huge dick tease, man. And then they didn't mention anything about it this past year. That was like two years no, ago, right? because we thought they would maybe do some at E3, but no, they're fucking stuck on Fallout 84. Nobody's fucking playing that game. That game's fucking stupid. Everybody hates Fallout 84. Yeah, it's just a cash grab. Yep. But, you know, fucking get it together, Bethesda. Or, fucking damn. We all want we all want fucking Elder Scrolls 6. Everybody wants Elder Scrolls 6. Nobody wants another goddamn Fallout game. No more. Let's just no skip Fallout for a while. It's a good video game series, but it's not as good as fucking Elder Scrolls. Hell no. It's just... Eh, it doesn't hold a candle to it, in my opinion. Nope. But Blake, let's go ahead and move on to my number one entry of the night, of the day, of the morning, and of the decade. Because in all reality, this was probably something that really caps off the decade. And you I gotta you be asked, selfish. It is. I am selfish. I'm very no, selfish. No, but I said it's we just, gotta be selfish. So we I'm gotta be selfish. Yes, because you. you did mention, you like, what is your number one more important than my number one? And I said, fuck yes, because my number one well, was the I birth quickly, of the nerd. Quickly relented as soon as you. Said. I know once you re- once you realized, but because my number one is the birth of our podcast, the birth of the Nerd Grounds podcast, dude. It's been so much fun. We've gotten to meet a lot of great people. I know we've gotten on Twitter, and a lot of people say social media is negative, but I know from personal experience, if you meet the right people and go out and you know converse with the right type of people, it will still be negative. I'm it will still be that. negative, but it, it doesn't have to be. I mean, sure, it gets heated debate sometimes. Like I'm actually getting notifications uh, going on right now about I don't know which fucking post. Some post that I was either tagged in or posted myself. Someone's going back and forth. I've gotten at least a dozen notifications uh, from the same person. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's going off, but um, you know, it could be a good place. I've met a lot of awesome people. We've made a lot of awesome connections. You know, our fellow legionnaires over at the Nerdy Legion and the Comic Book Legion. 
Um, we've got to do some amazing stuff together, um, talk to some really cool people, make some really great friends that I honestly consider friends, um, you know, for the foreseeable future. Um, but man, even from across the world, people from across the world, across the country, just being able to talk to like-minded folks. Oh, we started it's not this always... when now it's across the world from you. That's right. We started talking about this while you were in fucking, what was it? Um, Qatar? Where were you? Qatar. That's Qatar? right. You were out in Qatar in the Middle East. I was East. in a fucking desert. In the desert. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, dude, it's been a lot of fun. We're about to hit our first year anniversary at the beginning of the year. Um, Blake, we'll dude. get I, back on track with this episode. Yeah, you know, life life has been going on. It, it, it life goes on. I mean, we got lives behind the scenes. I mean, I got two children and a family, and uh, you know, Blake's in the an active, still actively in the Air Force. I mean, so forgive us if we're not as on top of our content, putting our content out as much as we would like to. Believe us that we would love to have shit out weekly. We try our best to get together every Saturday morning to talk about something at least once a week. Uh, you know, uh, it's a lot of fun, Blake. I'm glad I got you to do this with. And I know 2020 is just going to be an even bigger year with more content, more podcasts, more even besides the Nerd Grounds. We're going to have some some really exciting stuff to talk about here shortly. Blake, you're going to be leaving. Uh, you're almost done with the Air Force this next year. You're going to yes. have a big change coming again for you. Um, where, I'm going to have or not a beard. You're going to have a beard. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You could grow a beard again. I don't know. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but uh you know the nerd grounds is running strong and uh we want to thank you guys all who've listened to this past year if you just picked up one episode if this is the first time you've listened uh you picked a great time because now you can go back and listen to all the shit we've posted this past year yeah and, sorry uh, jacob you know, edited out that free ps2 thing that was his idea uh i can't I even, I, I, even I, heard <laughs> the free ps2 idea until you said that blake you know uh <laughs> at the end of a drunk i'm gonna go ahead and say that because at the end of the first Trunk Trivia There's post an, episode I'm that we broke, posted... so I can't do it anymore. Blake's inebriated self thought it would be a really great idea to um, tell everybody that. All he had to do was DM him, um, and he would pick one person at random to... Uh, he was going to buy a refurbished PlayStation 2, which is like a hundred and something bucks. You know, it's, it's not cheap. Uh, you know, and that was at the end of the first ever Drunk Trivia episode. Just a little insider behind-the-scenes information... Um, just so you know, Blake fucked that up, not me. He he texts me the next day. He goes, "Hey man." <laughs> he texts me. He goes, "Hey man, can you can you uh, can you delete that shit about the the PlayStation?" <laughs> and uh, being the good friend, as much as I did not want to, because I would have loved to see a bunch of angry people messaging Blake for a PlayStation Two. You want um, to see I me suffer? <laughs> I did it, but it it was there. So if you go back and listen to that, just know that you could have won a PlayStation Two if Blake wasn't such a jackass. a drunken jackass blake my favorite drunken jackass buddy uh thanks again thank you and thank Thank you to bill murray thank you guys for listening to the nerd guns podcast thank you to the nerdy legion uh, without bill murray could not have done this without bill murray um but you know shouts out to the nerdy legion podcast network where you can check out a plethora of great podcasts anything nerdy you could think of nerdy legion Check it out. A lot of great content. Blake, do you have any final words you'd like to leave with the people for the decade? This is going to be your last spoken words on record for the decade. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything for us of these few days. Um, Jess is going to be pissed off at me. Um, no, no, no. On, rec- 
on record. You <laughs> I'm kidding. You, do you have my permission to speak after we hang up? Oh, I grant that you. to you. I appreciate that. Um, fuck Ryan Johnson. That'll do it for the Nerd Grounds podcast. I'd like to thank you guys all for listening to the past year. And here is to the next one. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.